going on, baseball fans? Welcome back to the Turning Tube Podcast, and this is our third episode of the day. We are feeling a little tired, but I think hitting our second wind, we're in like a runner's high. And today we got the most interesting team in baseball, the Seattle Mariners. Oh, so interesting, man. I'm so ready to consume Seattle Mariners baseballs this season. Psych! Get wrecked. We are not that excited. <laughs> we're not that excited. That's just one of the many jokes a- you're going to find here at the Turning Tube Podcast. <laughs> Dude, we're a comedy podcast. Are we a baseball podcast? Mm. Are we tired? Who knows? But yeah. we're here grinding, providing you content like always. And if you want even more content, before we dive into today's episode, I got to give a shout out. Make sure you check out the Instagram at the Turning to Podcast, guys. More content every single day. Mm-hmm. But how you doing, Jack, on this marathon of podcasting? I'm doing good. Are you good. starting to feel some burnout? I think we're in the, if we were to put it to an MLB season, we'd be in middle of July. So... It's heating up a little bit. You see the end, but it's definitely we're in the thick of it. But it's going good. We're having fun. We're seeing some good um, some views. People are enjoying it. So I'm ready to keep going. Yeah, me too, man. A uh, little injured. I stubbed my toe. Oh. So like now we're like a banged up roster. Yeah. Like mid July, we're we're working through the DL. How bad Players was coming back? How bad was the stub? Is that like a 10 day DL stint, 60 day? Uh, it's a 10-day DL stint with a two-game rehab okay. and maybe hold me back not to rush me. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. all right, he's important yeah, to the gloves. team. Kitty we'll, gloves. We'll hold him. Yeah, yeah, kitty gloves for sure. You know, hold me back. But he's, stub he, toes here on up. I got a Band-Aid on it. He's got probably the, could play starting short top. <laughs> the 10-day rehab at, um, <laughs> at your parents' house. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm at my parents' house. She's making My mom's making me soup, <laughs> rehabbing my foot so I can get back to the podcasting crowd. Yeah, love to but, see that. Love to see that. Love to see it. But let's talk about the Seattle Mariners. Maybe I can make this team's roster. Who knows, guys? I play a mean shortstop. (laughs) So we got to talk about this team, man. And right off the bat, where do your eyes take you with these Mariners? Mariners take me to the overall vibe of the team before we get into their season this year. They're the one team I wish was good. I would love to vote to root for the Seattle Mariners. I think they have such a unique – I mean, they're a Seattle team, which you don't see a lot of. And we've seen with the Seahawks, the Seattle can be a big market. We just don't really see it with the Mariners yet. But they had King Felix. I'm, they just leave a good taste in my mouth. Pause. Um, but I think the Mariners, I want them to be good. So they're the one team that is awful that I would really love to see be good. Like the Orioles, wouldn't, wouldn't love to root for them, even if they're nice. I don't there's something about them. Mariners, I hope they have a bright future coming. Maybe we'll get to that. But this year... I just want this episode, I want you to explain to me why this isn't the worst team in baseball. I don't know if I'm missing something. They did start 13-2 and last year, and if they can do that again, they're sitting pretty. But this lineup is not good. Their rotation, I actually didn't know a single name except one. And I know a lot of baseball players, and this this rotation is just horrifying. And I, I don't know if I'm missing something. Like, tell me what you got. Well, I got a couple things for you. Number one, I agree completely about the fan base. Also, Seattle Mariners logo, pretty fire. Mm-hmm. Mariner is such a good concept. Love it. Yeah, it's, it's hard so to think it, It's hard to think this team is one year removed from having Ichiro and King Felix on that roster. Mm-hmm. Such a weird concept to think. But I've always wanted the Seattle Mariners to be good. I was rooting for Felix to get that ring, which is so why I'm so devastated he's not pitching this season. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite all-time pitchers. But... I look at this Mariners team, and I actually have some reason for you to be excited. This is, They are on year two of a four-year rebuilding plan, mm-hmm. which is starting to become a theme of many baseball teams. I'm, it's four years. You got the Astros, 
talked about yesterday or today, but you probably listened to it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the Mariners now. The White Sox were the one of the re- recent teams to come in the upswing. They're doing these four-year team rebuilds, and it looks like the Mariners are in the thick of it. Uh, they won 69 games last season, I believe. They're not going to be any better this season. So for this season, I can't give you any reason to be super excited besides the fact that they have the second youngest roster in baseball mm-hmm. with an average age of 26.9 years old. Who's the youngest? So San Diego Padres coming at 26.7. Okay. So that's a lot of future for those Padres. Mm-hmm. Got all hope. Um, so you got to look at this team and damper your expectations to be able to consume enjoyable baseball. I like that they're going to give a bunch of young players an opportunity this season to make some noise. Um, you got to love that. I like being able to see what they did. Last year, we saw Daniel Vogelback and Austin Nola step up to the plate. Uh, I'm excited to see J.P. Crawford at that shortstop position. He plays a really good defense. I would have liked to see him get a full season of at-bats under his belt because while he's got offensive uh, upside, we haven't gotten to see the full swing of it yet. But I would like to see what he's able to do. Uh, you never know what you're going to get from Alex Smith in the outfield. He's got a ton of speed, but he's so inconsistent. Yeah. Uh, but you got players that you will recognize, like Kyle Seeger, Mitch Haniger, and Dee Gordon, who I honestly think in a full season would be traded immediately. I do. I don't think Dee Gordon's playing. He, did he back out or did he get hurt? I don't know if he backed out I or he's hurt. That. I don't think he's playing. I may have missed that one. Um that would probably flew right over my head. But D Gordon, I know he's on that roster, and he's like a big sour point for them to try to move. As is Kyle Seeger, who do you know about his poison pill clause, right? No. So he's one of the toughest players to trade in baseball right now because he's owed more than fifty million over the next three seasons. And I don't really know exactly why they call it the poison pill clause, but it switched to a club option of at least fifteen million in twenty twenty to a player option. So instead okay. of in 2022, so in, so instead of it being a club option, now it's a player option, and they're calling it the poison pill clause. Okay, so poison but, pill is like the cyanide in your mouth that you can do to get yeah. yourself out of a situation. So that makes sense. I like that. that it's, it's a cool little name, mm-hmm. but that's definitely the hope for them to move from Seager. Uh, I think that the Anthony Rendon signing and how much he went for maybe helps the market on Seager because uh, – now all of a sudden that's not as bad of a contract. It's still high, but it's not as bad. So I would like to see what they're able to do and get for him. But mostly it's just like this Mariners team is they're going to suck this year. Maybe one of the worst teams in baseball or probably I wouldn't say the worst top bottom four, but there's nothing really to look forward to this season unless you're a Mariners fan and you got a lot of young talent to watch, like I said earlier. Yeah, a lot of young talent, but I honestly don't see a single player that is exciting. Like right now, even Dave um, Daniel Vogelback. I mean, he's got some power, but still didn't have a good year. I mean, people were celebrating him, and he didn't have a good year. So, I think it's really just it's looking rough. They had one player hit over two seventy on the whole team, and that player only played in eighty seven games. So can't really count that. They can't hit. They got a lot of two twenty hitters. Just looking rough. I really don't see how they're gonna win games. The rotation. I don't know if you got anything on that, but I think the projected ones I got is Marco Gonzalez, Yusei Kikuchi, um, Kendall Graveman, Justice Sheffield, Tajwan Walker, and Nick Marger. That's Marger That's a weird name. I know who Tajwan Walker is yeah. in fantasy baseball, um, but the other names you got. Um, Kikuchi, he's only had one MLB season under his belt with 5'4", 6 ERA. 
That's not what you want to see. Uh, Marco Gonzalez, please say I said that name right correct. Uh, last 2018, he had a 4 ERA. 2019, he had a sub 4 ERA coming at 399. <laughs> so you're looking at some uh, he's the pretty race. average pitch. <laughs> Yeah, he's at, he's the ace of the rotation. Uh, none of them are going to impress you, really. I don't think any of them are truly going to be a part of this Mariners team when it comes time for winning time, mm-hmm. when it's time to eat. I don't think these boys are going to be at the table. That's my new saying. Uh, I loved that. Uh, that was nice. I think Kendall, Grave, Kendall Graveman didn't pitch in 2019. But the last time he did pitch was 2018 with the Oakland A's when he had a 7-6-0 ERA. So he's definitely something you want to watch out for. (laughs) He's going to scare you. That man's man's nasty. But that's the fact that none of these players on this team scare you. If a player is good and he's above the age of 26, you're going to trade him if you're a Mariners. That's what you want to do. But, yeah, there's not much to talk about for this team right now. Do you have any info on their farm system at all? Because that would be something to see. Like, have um, they got any players on the pipeline? I have to look that up real quick. None come to mind. I don't think they have any top, top prospects, but you never know. They're sometimes sneaky. I feel like I'm missing someone. Oh, yeah, they got yeah, oh, me t- Jared Kalenic. He's good. Yeah, I don't understand why Kyle Seager couldn't be traded. I understand his contract's bad, but he's had eight consecutive seasons with over 20 home runs. His batting average tailed off the past two seasons, both under 240, but... I feel like on a contending team, if the Mariners are willing to eat some of that contract, they could probably move him for something. I think they're just gonna let him die, eat it out there. I don't I don't think anyone's taking on that contract. He's not that impact of a bat. But if you're the Mariners What if you're the Mariners, why wouldn't you just eat most of that contract? Mm-hmm. Just pay it and get a prospect for it. Yeah. Because like, if I Kyle honestly... Seeger's making five mil He's much more attractive. I honestly don't think anyone wants Kyle Seager for any prospect that would be worth it for the Mariners. I think they're just, he's their star right now that is going to get people to come to the ballpark. I don't, I mean, without Kyle Seager, you really have an atrocious team. So I don't think that's really possible. But again, it's like I keep saying, it's the best time. People can't show up to the ballpark anyway, so make that team as bad as possible. That's true, yeah. Um, I I do like Austin Nola a lot. I mentioned him earlier. 269 batting average last year. Uh, 10 home runs, 31 RBIs in 79 games played. So that's, that's a pretty good stat line mm-hmm. uh, for a rookie. So I like him in the Mariners organization if you need some players to get a little bit excited up, get wild up. But, yeah, other than that, this, again, there's not really much that stands out to me. In this 60-game season, though, I think they're going to get beat up on in the NOS. Yeah. In the AOS. Soup very beat up on this I'm picking this to maybe be in contention for the worst record in baseball. I could see that happening. Um, Orioles are there too. But I think if you're a fan, really only reason is for Jared Kalenic, an electric lefty outfielder. He's in double A right now, but he's projected to come into the bigs in 2021. So maybe end of this year you see him. Pro- I mean, probably not, but that's something to look out for. I mean, first sixth overall pick. Seems like he's gonna be a real name, so you got that if you're the if you're the Mariners. But this ain't this isn't your year. Um, don't have too many expectations. I, I honestly don't have a single reason to watch a single single Mariners game. Can I give you one? Sure, you can try. I'm gonna give you one, and you're gonna like it. Okay. Uh, that would be to tune in to probably the seventh inning of a ten to one ball game, where the Astros are 
dangling their cleats over the face of Mariners fans, to watch Reggie McLean pitch out of the bullpen, mm-hmm. who last season was delivering Uber Eats to earn enough money to train at the Mariners facility and then made a meteoric rise for free, le- free levels of the farm system to make his major league debut on August 2nd last year. We love a good wholesome story. That That is a good story. I, um, I'll watch that on Instagram like- highlight, but I'm not watching a Mariners game for that. <laughs> you're going to watch that on MLB uh, Instagram, but you're not mm-hmm. going to tune in? I think that's no. a good wholesome story if you're a Mariners fan. It's cool. Sit here yeah. and watch. That's also I only like a that. story you have if you're an awful team. That sounds pretty harsh. I also, but. I also unfortunately have to admit, though, he did have a six ERA last year, <laughs> so he made the meteoric rise. That's then he all that matters. Fell down like a meteor. So, and you know how much I love my strikeout per nine, four point seven. So, no. that's not what we want to see. But hey, on a bad team, I like a good wholesome story. He has a major league win under his belt after delivering Chipotle, so that's pretty epic. I'm not gonna lie. So that's something. If you're a Mariners fan and you want a wholesome story, you got young talent, you got some wholesomeness, you got Kyle Seager that I promise every MLB fan wants to watch play. Now, don't see why not. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's that's my Mariners, why you should watch them. So, Jack, how bad do you think this team's going to actually be? Really, really bad. I got them coming in at um, nothing pretty. A solid, solid 14 and 46. I don't know if that's even going to oh happen, God. but I really think if oh there's a team, God. if there's a team to lose 46 games, it is the damn Mariners. I'm so low on didn't these we, guys. Didn't we have a team coming in at 10 wins? No. That's how we did. Not yet. My what's, lowest. What's your lowest? Is the Marlins at 13 and 47, but probably I've got to change that. I think that's way too harsh on the Marlins. That's way too harsh on the Marlins yeah. compared to the Mariners. The Mariners are way less exciting than the Marlins. Yeah, maybe I'm probably moving the Marlins to, like, 21 wins. Yeah, we're going to have to readjust. But, dude, these Mariners, I'm going to be right there with you, man. I got them in 15-45. But for a nice two clean turning two, I'll drop them down to 14. Like, <laughs> okay. I, I, I'll, knock off, I'll knock off a win so we can have some nice easy flow going here because I don't see any reason why they deserve that 15 mark, this, this team. But, hey. Again, it's I like the I don't like the rebuilding thing in baseball, but at least the front office is very transparent about it, and they're like, "Yo, this season mm-hmm. we're not it." Again, I think the Rona season hurts the bad teams more than the good teams. You may not agree with me, but these teams with young talent that you gotta assess who you're gonna keep and who you're not gonna keep. And seeing that 162, especially for the Mariners, like getting JP Crawford 600 at bats is huge mm-hmm. to know is this guy actually. Like worth our time. If you have a sixty-game season, you don't really get the same developmental ability for those young players. Like if you're a good team, sixty games, one hundred sixty-two, you're going to still eat. But if you're like a smaller player trying to earn a roster spot, as much opportunity as you can get, man, one hundred sixty-two games is a long time. Yeah, and you have no minor league baseball this year, so these these exactly. young teams are are hurting. Exactly. So that's definitely a tough one for the Mariners. Mariners fans, we gave you 15 good minutes, so if you're not subscribed to this podcast at this point, what you doing? We just gave you 15 minutes of Mariners talk. Yeah. You're not going to find that anywhere else. <laughs> so what name? Who, what, who else is talking Seattle Mariners baseball a week before the MLB season? Come on. No one. Mariners fans maybe, but they're too busy trying. But that wraps up it, the it, AL West, an interesting division. Yet again, I feel like I say this every time after we finish the division. Really fun division. I think there's a solid three-team race in almost – Every every league, 
in every division. So yes. I'm seven days away right now. Baseball is away for us. So I really can't wait. And we're about to preview one of the best teams in baseball. So it's only getting better. It really is. Uh, I'm going to have to make people wait a little bit on that. But, uh, yeah, we're really getting through this. we got two divisions left to go. And it's just – I think the big thing, man, is we just love talking about baseball. So we every do. team's fun to talk about. Just, Very true. You know, Very true. Pre-show, pre-show, we talk baseball. We hop on here. We talk 45 minutes, and then we hang up, and we talk more baseball. <laughs> yep. That's what we do. <laughs> Live and breathe it, man. Yep. So let's get to this bet. Probably, in my mind, and you had to culture me a little bit, and I'm so upset to admit this, the Minnesota Twins maybe slid right under the radar for me, and I don't know how. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm upset with myself as a baseball fan, yeah, I and was, a baseball podcast I, host. I was lecturing that I don't know more about them. I was lecturing Lorenzo before we started recording on how this lineup is probably one of the best in baseball. I'd probably put him at two, but I could see a best lineup in baseball for sure. And I was telling him I think it's because we know we're twenty, so we know the Twins as historic losers, and. Now they're not that at all. So we've witnessed their full rebuilds, and now they're their prime years. So I'm interested to see what they can do and exactly how dominant they can be in the playoffs because we've seen them be dominant in the regular season. Last year winning 100... How many games? 101? Yeah, 101 games. Breaking the home run record. They can play regular season baseball. It's just can they line up pitcher by pitcher, with the Yankees, with the Dodgers, with the Astros, teams like that that could be meeting them in the playoffs. But for the regular season and a 60-game season, I love this team. Let's just hop right into the lineup, I think, because this is the show-stopping lineup of the league. I do have some criticism of the pitching staff, but let's start Mm -hmm. with the strong point. Um, They set a major league record with home runs last year. They Mm -hmm. were showering home runs. If I must say, they were bringing rain. On, on target field and yeah. how else do you bring rain by bringing the bringer of rain get it josh donaldson newest addition to the minnesota twins don't know if that joke landed <laughs> newest did, did you write to that minnesota... before were you planning no that? i just came up came okay. up with that on the spot okay that's that was impressive that's good if you wrote that that'd be a little yeah. rough a little rough but i came up with that on the spot josh donaldson newest addition to the minnesota twins uh, probably one of my favorite plays in baseball, but I'm going to give you the one through nine that I have projected in front of me. we got Jorge Polanco leading off, John, Josh Donaldson in the two-hole, Nelson Cruz hitting three, Max Kepler hitting four, Michael C- Miguel Sanu, Eddie Rosario, Mitch Mitch Garver, Luis Arez, Luis Arez, and then Byron Buxton in the nine-hole. So right there, man. That's that's a lineup. Yeah, we, we see Buxton's a little hurt right now. Hopefully he can pull through with that and it's not a lasting injury. But he's their nine hitter, so I mean the as I say, the ceiling is the roof for this whole team. I mean, it really there's power everywhere, there's average everywhere. Luis Arise is he can easily hit four hundred this year, and I mean that sounds crazy, but I think he could easily hit four hundred this year. He just hits the damn ball. Miguel Sano is a blessing to just have as a DH. Hopefully they can find someone over at third with Josh Donaldson, maybe Sano. I mean, he's at first, but they can put him at Josh DH. Josh Donaldson's your third baseman right there. Yeah. Josh Donaldson plays a great third base. Um, Nelson Cruz, the ageless wonder, boomstick. Mm-hmm. How many 40 home run seasons is this man going to have? Yeah. I remember he got a one-year contract from the Baltimore Orioles in 2014. Mm-hmm. 
And people had a question mark about him. And he has free 40 home run seasons since. Last year, he hit free 11 with 40 mother effing dongs. <laughs> this man is aged. How, what? He hit 311? Who? He hit 311 batting average. I'm like, wow, he's insane. He's insane, dude. Josh Donaldson, former MVP of the league last season. Uh, 259 batting average, 37 home runs, 94 RBIs. He's proven in his past. I don't know if he's ever going to be able to get to that MVP caliber season again, but he can really just rake. He finished top 15 in MVP voting last year. So if you're getting MVP votes, you're having a hell of a season, man. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's another guy who got MVP votes. Again, Nelson Cruz. Yeah, free 11 batting average last season. So how are you going to ignore that? You talked about um, – you talked about the DH spot. You said Miguel Sanu is hitting a DH spot. Um, Sanu, I mean, I they have him in at first and with Cruz as the DH, but I think Sanu will see some DH time too. Let's put Cruz at first uh, at the DH. Let the man swing. Mm-hmm. But like, how many thirty home runs guys does this Twins team have? Thirty home runs for Sanu, insane. Two forty seven batting average. Like this lineup is what six seven deep. I'm I'd say nine honestly. I think it's nine deep. 90. Byron Buxton, if he's healthy, he's plays one of the best center fields in baseball. Yeah, I, he he doesn't need to hit, but I think his average is climbing, so he has a I like high Buxton ceiling too. Yeah. Max Kepler, 36 home runs, 90 RBIs, 252 batting average, top 20 in MVP voting. I just named three people who received MVP votes mm-hmm. on this team. Yeah. Fine. Insane. And what, what are you going to do? Yeah, if I, you're a pitcher and you're facing the Twins— you're giving up. You gotta go in there. You gotta go in there with a change of pants. Mm-hmm. And a change of pants. Um, pine tar, a trash can yep. that tells the distracts the pitchers. Yeah. And probably pepper spray to try to blind them from hitting a 500 foot dong. Yeah. That I, would be my survival guide <laughs> to go into the target field. Yeah, it's, it's That's gonna what be I'm going it's gonna be rough for the Central Central with the Twins. I think they're running away with it. Just a little. Sneak preview, but nobody's touching them. Yeah, the only issue is the rotation a little bit. It's I th- still think it's not bad, but there might be con- some some concern. But I say first, let's go over to the bullpen, where I think it's a good bullpen. I don't think I can say it's amazing, but I think I'm gonna say it's good. They have um Trevor May, who I know, he I'm a fan of his, and then they got um who else do they have? Who's their closer? Uh, Twins closer, let me pull it up. While I'm pulling that up, by the way, can we just talk about, before we get to the bullpen, I just want to have an ending quote. Byron Buxton, I think, is one of my most fascinating players in baseball. He hit two fifty three in 2017 mm-hmm. and finished top 20 of MVP, <laughs> MVP voting. That's you know crazy. how good <laughs> of a defensive outfielder you have to be? They hit two fifty three mm-hmm. with 16 home runs and finished top 20 in MVP voting. Yeah. And last year, he hit two sixty two. If you're hitting 262 and playing that level of defense, that's not even a bad line. That's not a that's not a hole in your lineup. That's probably that's the best nine hitter in baseball, <laughs> probably easily. The Mariners. That's probably the highest batting average on the Seattle Mariners. I think so. Yeah, and um, Byron Buxton would be the best hitter on the Mariners. He's stealing what 30 bases, I'd say, on average. 30 bases. 30 bases a minimum. Yeah. But the closer for the Twins is looking like it's Taylor Rogers. Taylor Rogers. Two six one ER. Great season. Yeah, two six one. Yep. 
261 ERA, 30 saves. First time he's ever really shown up as a closer. Mm-hmm. He only had two saves previously in his career, 11.7. Strikeup per nine, which is far greater than his career average of around 8.9. Uh, whip of one even. So we got to love that. Uh, love to see it. So he's a good solid. This Twins bullpen, though, Sergio Romo, I know him. Uh, Trevor Bay, I know him. Tyler mm-hmm. Clippard, I know him. But none of these names are really blowing me away. Yeah, they, uh, they don't have that shutdown closer like a Chapman. But um, I don't think they're going to be losing a lot of games. I think in the first inning, their first nine batters could easily all hit home runs. So I think that's a it's a yeah, serviceable I do, bullpen for their team. Yeah, Tyler Duffy's coming off a pretty strong year of a 2.50 ERA. So that's not bad. 12.8 strikeouts per nine compared to his 2018 when he had 6.8. So that's almost double. Uh, he's had a real bad 2018 season, 7-2 ERA. So he looks like he had a nice little bounce-back season last year. Uh, so he looks like probably like a seven-fitting guy for them. Uh, still looks like there's just one arm in the pen short. But the biggest probably hole in this rotation, if you can say this team has a hole, mm-hmm. would be this, the rota- it's the rotation. So Jose Barrios looks like he's going to be slotted in their ace. They made an offseason trade for Kenta Maeda. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's nice, but... They lost Kyle Gibson and Martin Perez. So Red Sox got Martin little, Perez. Martin Perez. Also, I don't know if Michael Pineda is allowed to start the season because he's suspended technically. I don't think he is. So how many games is he suspended for is something I'll have to... I don't think he's playing this year. He, yeah, so he's out right there. So mm-hmm. that's that's concerning. Um, yeah, I just don't see an ace on this staff either, though. Yeah, I mean, you can argue that Berrios and Maeda, even Odorizzi, that's their top three, they could have somewhat, like, ace potential. But, um, I mean, I can't... It's hard to not compare this team to the Yankees at every point because their their lineup is just as good, maybe better, and it's, they're going to be... They're going to meet in the playoffs, so... It's hard to not compare, Dude. and I don't think they can go up against Cole. They just don't have that one guy. But they are – they have a solid top three, I think. I agree, but I don't think that's their plan. They had a plus 169 uh, run differential last season, mm-hmm. and it's obvious. I don't think they're pretending to be, hey, yeah. we're going to pitch you. It looks yeah. like what they're planning on doing is you're going to score four runs a game, but we're going to score 30. Yeah. Simple that's, it's, it's like – it really is. That's what this line, it, this team approach is. And honestly, I think it could work. This lineup is deep enough where I don't know if you – I'm a big fan of starting pitching, but do you need a Garrett Cole if you have nine absolute – like a nine-deep lineup? You see, like, it's, you know it's tough I mean? because as a fan, I'm thinking this team is nuts. They're going to win so many games – and they're going to go into the playoffs red hot. But then looking at the last three, four World Series champions, it's all insane starting pitching. And I don't see Berrios Odorizzi coming out to start a game, shut down a whole lineup, even like come out of the pen. Like the Red Sox had Sale going, the um, Nationals used Scherzer, um, Corbin, Strasburg, so much. And I just I think that is what teams are looking for, and I don't see the Twins having that. So, and I'm just talking about the playoffs because they're obviously making the playoffs. So I am my well, only worry for them is 
basically making the World Series, which is a great worry to have. It really is. The Twins finished with a 4.18 team ERA last season, um, giving up 198 home runs overall compared to the 300 they hit. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty solid to have. Like, I'm not going to – it looks like that was top half of baseball. I'm trying to get an actual read of it because mm-hmm. I'm trying to find a good, better read of it. Looks like that was top half of baseball. Right there, yeah, 13th in the league in Team ERA. Uh, so, at, so I don't really – I don't know, man. I think it's not as great. It's obviously nothing like Garrett Cole or what Houston has and Justin Verlander, the Nationals. We can talk about these rotations all day. But I just, I don't know. I would like to see how it works. I do think the corona season is going to hurt that more because mm-hmm. we've talked time and time again. It's all about pitching. Yep. And these hitters, I think you can see from the inner squad games that these hitters are so far behind compared to these pitchers mm-hmm. that, like, that could be tough, especially – if some of these hitters aren't able to perform, because they're not, I'm going to be, guys, they're not going to do what they did last year. I think there's going to be natural regression, because that was magic last year. Yeah. I mean, so but I they, did, be, they did improve. They did. I just still think that some of these players are going to take a little bit of regression backwards. 60-game mm-hmm. season, you're going to expect some hitters to obviously be slower out of the gate. And then you're right. I think expectations for this Twins team is World Series. World, yeah, World Series are bust. The Yankees are going to be tough. The Yankees have the Twins number in the playoffs. But real quick, back to the signings. I think Josh Donaldson's my favorite signing of the offseason. Just Josh Donaldson going from the Braves to the Twins, which is the Twins are basically the AL version of the Braves in my mind. So we got the Josh Donaldson on the Twins. It's just nice. I think it fits in super well with this lineup. I'm excited to see Josh Donaldson in the playoffs again. And I just, I like this Twins team. They're not, like, my Twins. I'm not going to say, like, I'll root for them, but I'm not, like, really rooting for, rooting for them. But I, I like this team. There's there's just so much to like. There's so much to watch and enjoy. You to, there might be some neck issues. Fans might have scoliosis by the end of the season by watching these home runs go so far. But other than that, it's you're sitting pretty if you're a Twins fan. Yeah, for sure. And, like, some good talk about the Twins rotation. Jake Odorizzi did have his best season of his career last year, making an all-star game, uh, 351 ERA. So that was the first time he broke 10 strikeouts for 9, 159 innings pitched. So he was he was good for them last year. Um, so you gotta you got to look at that team. I don't think their rotation is bad. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, no, like... Yeah. So I see it as a mediocre rotation with an elite lineup that that can pro yeah I don't know man I think that could I would take the Yankees could probably beat them but any other team I'm willing to go head to head with yeah no I'd agree and just something on the rotation Barrios Odorizzi Maeda if those three are on and I think they very well can be on it's definitely not a stretch to say that it's not it won't be a miracle if they're good. They can go head to toe or head to head with um, a lot of teams, most teams. And yeah, that's I think a solid top three. Talking about the Reds, we were talking about Sonny Gray, Luis Castillo, and Trevor Bauer. And we we're kind of, people are saying, oh, if they're good, they can be a great team. I think if these three pitchers are good and they have a much better lineup than the Reds, I mean, they can get the job done easy. Red's by far the most overrated team in baseball right now. I've got to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Yeah. But uh, Ketamayeda, yeah. Also, 4-4 ERA last year. 2018, he had a 3 8 one 
So he seems to be pretty consistent around that area. He eats he eats some innings. Uh, so I don't. He was with the Dodgers, so maybe he didn't get as much of a chance to shine because of the absolute stunning pitching they have. Mm-hmm. He's only four years into his MLB career, so he obviously hasn't reached his peak yet. There's room for improvement. I like his stuff. So I think that's a really good get for them. Um, projected, I think that, yeah, I would I would take that in a playoff series, though. The only issue I have with the Twins in a playoff series is I don't think they can hang for seven games. Yeah, when you start throwing Homer Bailey in a game four, it might yeah. get a little rough. But, I mean, who knows? Maybe also, they could do also a bullpen seeing kind of thing. Jake Odorizzi, I told you, is probably one of my favorite pitchers in baseball. I don't know why. I've just always loved him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's such an interesting player to me. But, like, you look at this. I don't, I'd don't. i be concerned in a playoff series against the Yankees. They Garrett Cole will start game one. He'll start game five. And he'll pitch out of the bullpen in game seven. Mm-hmm. Who's your guy for the Twins? Yeah, you you gotta hope that their bullpen is on, and you know what I mean, though. Yeah, I honestly think Barrios and Odorizzi Maeda. There's not a clear ace, so if one of them steps up, that will definitely be necessary to happen in the playoffs. But Cole is better than any pitcher they have, obviously. So that'll be tough. So someone someone in this rotation has to step up. Like someone's got to take the reins and like yeah. confirm themselves as the ace. I think, or they, they're, or they all three just have to be good. Yeah, no, I still think though. I believe in order in rotation and bullpens, so I think there needs to be a clear cut. Your gear game one, you mm-hmm. get the ball. Yeah, I think that's huge for this team, confidence wise. And then, if they, they are one pitcher away from being my. Surefire World Series winners. One pitcher and experience. I think they have to break the losing chain, which is tough to do. Yeah, but like if they had a surf, if they had, I'm trying to not even an ace. If they had Zach Wheeler or just a market, like maybe Marcus Stroman, just Mm -hmm. one other pitcher with some like depth or like experience with like a better, a little bit like a three five ERA, I'd sold. Yeah. Just need one more name. Yeah. That's what I need. And we talked a lot about pitching, but this lineup is really, I think, probably the best in baseball. The Astros got a good lineup, too, but it's tough. It's really tough. And the Dodgers, too. But I think this Twins team, if they had no pitching, they're still making the playoffs easy. So they had, they're not, there's, they're not in bad shape with pitching. I think they're, they're doing pretty good. And this Twins team is going to be very, very scary. So true. A question. Uh, if I was pitching for the Minnesota Twins, do they win? Mm, I got a nasty maybe. Efer. I'm just saying. I'm yeah. just saying. If you only throw an Ephus and a normal pitcher is pitching for the other team, Twins might have a shot. Yeah. So I think that's I think that's how good this team is. So I'm 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 into it. Um, but do you have any what as like a mutual baseball fan, why should people root for the Minnesota Twins? The Twins are the bomb squad. This is gonna be a fun team to watch. They don't have the pitching names, but they're gonna give you good innings, they're gonna keep you in the game, and the twins are gonna win a lot of games. I would not be surprised if they have the most wins in baseball. And they're they're gonna get to the playoffs, so I think it's fun to watch a team that 
you're planning the season for the playoffs. A lot of teams just have to make the playoffs. The Twins got to make the playoffs, but they got to plan for how they're going to win in the playoffs. That's a fun thing to do as a fan. And, I mean, they got young talent, too. So this is not going to be a one-run season. It's not like win now, it's win for the next five years. For sure. And I think the bullpen, maybe we didn't give it enough credit, especially with this uh, new free batter minimum rule. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, I like that Taylor Rogers was used multiple times as a multi-inning closer last year. Two of their best relievers, Trevor May and Tyler Duffy, each were former starters. So right there, you got some length in the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Tyler Clippert has one of the wildest changeups in baseball. So yeah. right there, that's a pen name. That's some good old Twins baseball pen talk for you guys. And yeah, I think for me, the make or break for this team is which one of these pitchers, Maeda. Odorizzi or Barrios is able to take that next step or just perform at a level. I think and if the Twins are going to win a World Series, they need to have a pitcher with a sub-free ERA. One pitcher. Yeah, their the ERAs were a little high but because I think, I mean, they were just in a lot of high-scoring games. So in the playoffs, yeah, but also you definitely like, want to see a low ERA for these starters. But also, since the Twins just mashed everybody... I don't even know. Maybe I didn't watch enough Twins baseball. Maybe they were up a lot in games, and then people were just odor raising them. I'm like, all right, we got to just get over the plate. Yeah, true. Point. True. So maybe, maybe a bit of inflated, uh, inflated ERA. I do like their stuff, but that's my hot take on the Twins. They can win the World Series, but they need a pitcher to step up and get a sub for ERA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're gonna watch him, watch Josh Donaldson. He's one of my favorite players in baseball. Nelson, uh, Nelson Cruz. Why did I say Nelson Cruz? Yeah, Nelson Cruz. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting sleepy. Uh, dude hit, can hit home runs in his sleep. He can hit home runs in his sleep. Yeah. I can't even do a podcast. So that's why <laughs> you should watch him and not listen to us. But Max Kepler, also amazing. And Byron Buxton is one uh, one hit away from getting on Center every time he's on the field. Very true. <laughs> Very true. So that's what we got to look at right there. Uh, Jack Doyle, I know you are a Twins stan. Well, what is your record for Z? Minnesota Twins. I think they're coming in at 40 and 20. I think they oh, can. That's a good record. Yeah, they can win 40, 40 games pretty easy. I think we both had the Dodgers above 40, right? I had the Dodgers at a 50 burger. Oh, yeah. I had them at 43. So I think the Twins are knocking there. 50 is a lot of wins, damn. Yeah, that was, that was my hot take. We'll see if it comes true. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Twins can easily win 40. And I really not too much to close it out. I think we really got everything there. An insane team. Yeah, we sapped this Twins episode. I got them coming in at a nice 38-22. and 22. Okay. I think they're winning the AL Central easy. Mm-hmm. Going to be one of the best teams in baseball. Yankees, Astros, better watch out because this is not a team to be slept on. So if you're sleeping on the Minnesota Twins, wake the hell up. It's time to watch some Twins baseball. Mm-hmm. And we will be with you guys tomorrow to wake you up with a brand new episode Oof. and another Corona Bryce pre- nice. breakdown. That was beautiful. So, <laughs> thank you, guys. I try. You know, improv that. <laughs> but if you want even more content during the night until you wait to the morning for a new episode, check us out on Instagram at the Turn 2 Podcast, on Twitter at the Turn 2 Pod. You can find us on any platform that you like to consume your podcast. And we will be back with you tomorrow with another breakdown. See you then. Peace.